welcome back to Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and you've made it back to my podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to season eight, episode number 18 of Life with Hula. I am a former radio personality right here in San Diego. Did radio for over 19 years, and as that ended, I continued on with a podcast um, where I basically share with you my crazy life. I feel like I am living a Forrest Gump life where a lot of things happen to me in my life and a lot of changes and good and bad things happen. And I just love sharing those stories with everybody on this podcast. And that's what Life with Hula is about. You know, it's a way for you to relate uh, if you'd like. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, If you are looking to follow the podcast, you can subscribe by searching for the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, iHeartRadio. You can ask Alexa to play it, Google Play to play it. There's lots of different places uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Life with Hula and you can subscribe to my podcast. You can also follow me on Facebook.com and just uh, search Life with Hula. Um, Again, thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode. Um, I'm feeling... Um, optimistic, but also a little scared. Um, I've got some interesting news to share with you. Um, so this yesterday morning, as I was walking my dog, as I tend to walk my dog every morning, that's kind of my goal this year is to actually take my dog on a walk every day this year. Um, so I can get myself, my steps in and also get exercise, um, you know, while I'm trying to lose weight or watch my weight. Well, as I walked out, it was a very blistering 30 degrees in Escondido this morning at about 6.45 in the morning. So very cold. And I look in my front yard and I see something that doesn't look like grass. And I get a little closer and come to find out it is a dead bird. It's a bird that's flipped, you know, it's kind of like on its back and... The legs are sticking up and it's dead. And I like poked at it a little bit and I was like, are you, hello, Mr. Bird? I literally said, hello, Mr. Bird, are you alive? Like, are you sleeping? Are you frozen? Like, what's the situation? Um, So I did post a little funny thing on TikTok, but it quickly um, got taken off from the TikTok gods because apparently it uh, violated community guidelines, which includes, uh, something about death of animals, which again, I found it, it was already dead. Like there's very horrible things that TikTok allows for videos to be posted up on its app platform. So I'm surprised that I couldn't put this video of me trying to wake up a little frozen bird, dead bird. But anyways, um, but I kind of am a type of person that, I kind of look into signs like I'm always looking for signs. I'm always seeing like, am I doing the right thing? Show me a sign. I'm always, you know, talking to God and I'm saying, God, show me a sign. Like, what the hell? What's going on? So when I see this dead bird, I'm thinking, oh, crap. Like, what in the hell does this mean? Does this, you know, because death, it's death. Like, what does it mean? So I Google (laughs) searched Um, when you find a dead bird, dead bird symbolism. And this is what I found on one website. It says, in Asian cultures, birds often symbolize immortality. In Indian myth, myth, birds represent departed souls. And in Christian art, birds often appear as saved souls. Some people say when you find a dead bird, the meaning is someone you loved passed away. And I'm hoping that's not the case. Like, 
I don't want to ask the question, but I don't. I haven't heard anything. Knock on wood. Um, so I'm hoping that's. I'm not looking to that as the reason that I see this dead bird. So this the article continues. Others say that dead birds actually are a good sign, showing you that an end to turmoil or pain is coming. A dead bird doesn't necessarily portend physical death, but metaphorical death. Perhaps you're going through the heartache of a breakup. Perhaps you're struggling to find a job. This dead bird marks the end to your search and struggle. A new beginning is just around the corner. More specifically, it symbolizes the end of something and the start of something else. Now that I want to believe. <laughs> I know you can't pick and choose symbols and signs, but that I want to believe. Um, for the longest time, I've just not been happy. It's a, you know, over a year ago, as I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, I lost my radio job, and I'm very creative. I'm I've done a lot of a lot of jobs in my life have always been creative, and um, the fact that I have not been happy in a long time. Um, it's just, you know, I'm just not happy. And it's probably because I was in radio for so long, then I was in an art center, and all of that went away. And now I work for a call center. And the people are amazing there. The bosses are great. I'm just not, it's not something that is challenging me on a creative level. And it's really bringing my mood down, um, having to deal with people who are very angry, um, and not understanding. And I mean, I, I, I'll say it whiny at times. It's just, it gets to you. It, it turns your mood down as, as much as I try to be very, uh, happy and very, um, upbeat. It just, it really turns, it's hard to be happy in, in a room full of grumpy people. So I haven't been really, you know, as happy as I normally would be. Um, and I'm hoping that this, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Dead Bird, but I'm hoping your death is a sign that um, my turmoil or pain of a new job is, you know, coming. Like that I will be hopefully going into something bigger and better. And I'm always waiting for that bigger and better, you know, where I'm happier and, and doing you know, something that I love. Um, here's another part of the article. It says, if you've seen a dead bird in the road or perhaps accidentally hit a bird, it may feel like a bad sign. Summer to death, tarot card, a dead bird is a symbol of a fresh start from end to end, not simply an end. Overall and paradoxically, if I said that right, a dead bird symbolizes a new beginning, so no need to worry. That's what I'm thinking. No need to worry. I'm thinking, unfortunately, Mr. Bird, you were frozen or whatever have you. I'm hoping that your death symbolizes the fact that something is around the corner for me and something bigger, and I'm hoping it's my job. Or if I win the lottery. Like, I'm hoping for the lottery. Like, I, I constantly have dreams that I've won the lottery. But I have to play the lottery in order to win the lottery, right? So there's that. It's weird. Just this frozen dead bird. Poor bird. He's now in my trash can. Because I don't know, like with flus and everything like that, I like literally picked it up and I thought, oh my gosh, like don't bite me. Like don't, I don't want another virus, like no viruses, like ugh. like wash my hands. <sighs> Anyways, crazy, right? Things, things that just are crazy. Anyways, I'm going to move on to some news stories that really have caught my eye. Uh, first of all. It looks like the Postal Service is going to release new series of Star Wars-themed stamps. These stamps look really cool. You can't obviously see these visual 
um, stamps, but they are super cool. Uh, maybe I'll take a picture. I don't know. We'll see. Um, according to the article, it says, May the Force be with your postage. The Postal Service has announced a new series of Star Wars-inspired stamps. The stamps feature 10 droids from the beloved film and television franchise, including IG-11, R2-D2, K2SO-DO, um, L337, BB-8, C-3PO, a GNK power droid, two... Uh, is it 1B, Surgical Droid, and C110P, also known as Chopper. So the droids are posed in front of a handful of iconic backgrounds from the film and TV series. These droids are a nod to Lucasfilms as well as his parent company, Disney. Com uh, it's commitment to science, technology, engineering, and math. Uh, STEM, STEM learning, by the way. And the continued collaboration between Star Wars Force for Change and Global Pre-K-12 Nonprofit Organization FIRST, which stands for For Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology, USPS said in a press release. The issue will be announced later, or the issue date. In 2020, USPS announced a total of 19 new stamps to be released the following year. The new stamps feature themes such as Day of the Dead, Barnes, and Mid-Atlantic Lighthouses. Ooh, Barnes. <laughs> So there's that. If you're a big Star Wars fan, you can go get yourself those stamps. Um, I mentioned yesterday's in yesterday's podcast that I'm, I'm here in San Diego, so I'm going to mention that attractions are open. Um, they're going to be opening very shortly. Uh, the governor did decide um, or made the decision to uh, kind of allow us to not be in lockdown anymore, to, to – you know, go do away with the stay-at-home orders, which I did a joke on TikTok if you follow. Um, I said, gosh, it feels like the governor is saying time off for good behavior. It just, it just makes me feel like that. Well, besides the zoo and safari park, it looks like a bunch of other museums, zoos, and aquariums are opening up. Um, it seems that um, they are going to have... Uh, SeaWorld San Diego, they're going to announce a reopening date very soon, so that's a thing. Um, San Diego parks and campgrounds have reopened, so you can go camp again, which I love to do, and I love to bring my family camping, so we may do that. Um, it looks like the USS Midway Museum will reopen to the general public on Monday, February 1st, following clearance from California and San Diego County officials, and the Midway will also use an online timed ticketing system. So that's going to be a thing now, this whole ticketing online, the, you know, capacity levels. So just I'm excited for things to open up again. I'm excited to go out um, and eat at restaurants and be able to uh, eat outside, even though it's really cold. I don't care. I'll eat outside. That's I, I'm that guy. I'm the weird guy that um, it's cold right now. Like I said, it was 30 degrees this morning and I will eat ice cream because I just crave it. So there's that. Um this last story, it's really interesting. If you're a purist, I, I'm kind of a purist, but I don't know. I, I feel like this should be a good thing. Looks like Disney's going to update the Jungle Cruise. They're going to remove negative depictions of indigenous people. So the Jungle Cruise attraction at Walt Disney World in Florida and Disneyland are going to get a makeover. According to the Disney Parks blog, the parks are building on the story of a, the Jungle Cruise at both parks that will reflect and value the diversity of the world around us. The new plot will include a new adventure where current Jungle Cruise skippers will guide the boat through their experience, though their experience will go awry. That's right. For the first time, the skipper role will not only be a live experience and witty guide, but also represented by a show figure within the attraction itself. A graphic on the Disney Parks blog states, in fact, the expedition will be 
up a tree, literally. After their sunken boat splits apart and chimps aboard the wreckage uh, with monkey business ensuing. The graphic also states that that's not even half of the whole story. Hull as in ship hull. Fans may see boats, specifically the Mekong Maiden and the uh, Wango Kate uh, that used to be seen around the attraction's river. This is not a revisioning of the entire attraction. It's the jungle cruise you know and love with the skippers still leading the way and at the same time we're addressing the negative depictions of natives. While Disney Imagineering creative portfolio executive Chris Beatty told D23, so that's one of the scenes we're going to go in and change. Disney has not said what the refurbishments will begin when will they will begin but did say they hope to finish the updates before the end of the year the jungle cruise inspired film starring the rock johnson dwayne the rock johnson and emily blunt is set to be released in july on monday disney said the updates to the attraction are not related to the film i'm sure the film is fantastic and we're very excited about it but it's an integrating the film into our classic jungle cruise is not part of this effort says Beatty, or Beatty. Does that mean that in Imagineers, we won't put Easter eggs in there? We definitely will do that. But we are not adding a major storyline or characters from that film. So what do you think about that? Um, are you cool with it? Like for me, I like change, especially if it's good change. Like when Star Tours changed and added, you know, this whole Rebel Spy thing, I was cool with it. I like the original, but I like this ride. I was... So stoked when, you know, the people mover got changed to rocket rods, but then the rocket rods failed and now there's nothing up there. So I say bring the people mover back. Um, but I'm cool. You know, I, I'm hoping that this does something for the Jungle Cruise. I, I like the Jungle Cruise. My kids love the Jungle Cruise. Fun fact, um, when I was on the Jungle Cruise ride, I happened to be sitting there in a group of people and I look over and I see this man and I stare at this man who's on the boat with me. He's with his family. And he looks super familiar to me. And I'm like, gosh, where have I seen that guy before? And I kind of look, and sitting next to him is an employee who's not the Jungle Cruise operator. Uh, it's a person wearing the plaid uniform. And for those that don't know about Disney, if you see a Disney guide wearing a plaid uniform, those are the people they call the plaids. They generally walk around when they are escorting. They're kind of like tour guides. You can you know, purchase a plaid person to tour you around. But also, um, a lot of celebrities will get a plaid escort to escort them around. And so I was like, okay, is this guy a celebrity or whoever these people are? And I look at the guy and I was like, he looks so familiar. Well, lo and behold, it was Zach from Saved by the Bell. Yep, AKA Mark Paul Gosler was on our Jungle Cruise ride. And he's with his family, and it, he had very long hair. He very was he was very scruffy. I mean, this was a long time ago. This was way before he was on uh, Mixed Dish. Um, this was I. I'm trying to think if what, like if he was if anything was going on with him. I can't remember if it was if the Saved by the Bell the whole the diamond the Dustin Diamond thing had been released. I don't remember, but he was on the boat on the Jungle Cruise with me. And uh, yeah, it was it was just cool to have Zach there sitting feet across from me um, on the Jungle Cruise ride. It was cool. It's a fun little moment that I had with the Mark Paul Gosler, <laughs> Zach from Saved by the Bell. So, anyways, uh, that was a thing, and that was fun, and that was uh, yeah, that was a that was a cool moment that I had at Disney. There's other moments like that that I could share, but. We'll save it for a later date. Um, 
But other than that, yeah, that that's the big the big podcast for today. You know, we'll leave it at that. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so by following me at Hula SD H U L A on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, and all of those other social media platforms. Again, subscribe to this podcast: iTunes, Apple Music, um, Spotify. Um, iHeartRadio, all of those, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can follow uh, Search for Life with Hula. Um, you can also vote for this podcast, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. That's podcastmagazine.com slash hot50 and vote for this podcast for February. Um, but other than that, you guys, thanks again for indulging uh, this me on this podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in to episode uh, number nine, 18, sorry, number 18, season eight of Life with Hula. And I will catch you tomorrow. Have a incredible Wednesday. Bye.